everybody. Welcome to the True Crime Squad. I'm Christy Brower here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Katie Weaver. Hey, Katie. Hello. How's it going? Oh, it is going super good. I feel well, like we were just here. <laughs> I, we kind of were. We did put out an episode a little late today, but it was, it's out. God damn it. <laughs> it's well, <out. laughs> I mean, there was just too many awesome things going down today. Not awesome. Very Too many interesting. Well, days. some awesome true things, but yeah, but lots of true crimey things going on. Wow, it's true. It is very true. Yeah. Well, this is our our case updates show. It's going to be a little different. Um, we're going to update. Katie's got an update for us, and then we're going to spend the rest of this show updating what happens with Lori Vallow now, mm-hmm. and then we're going to go through the transcripts of her statement and her attorney's statement. Uh, at the sentencing, and we're going to talk about it because we all need a little debrief. There was so much. I th- I was shell shocked by the time that was over. I, we didn't talk about a lot of it because I don't even think either of us were even prepared yet to even. We hadn't even thought about it yet. It was just so wild. Well, There's we kind so of bullshit. missed totally, and we kind of missed uh, Thomas's statement because we went straight to Lori's. Because holy shit. But yeah, there was a lot but there. Thomas's too. statement. Holy shit. Yeah. So we're going to talk through both statements and kind of hear what you all have to say and tell us what we and we'll tell you what we think and all that stuff. But before we get there, our favorite mem- member of the FOS list, Nick Alaverdian. There's some news. Nick, we've been waiting for this day for so long. It was announced today that uh, the courts in Scotland have decided that, yes, indeed, that man is an American and he is eligible for extradition. We've been waiting and waiting. Turns out COVID didn't save your ass this time either, Nick. (laughs) So uh, he will be coming back. However... Now the Scottish ministers have to take a look at the case and make the final decision on extradition. Um, it's apparently it's mostly a formality, so there really shouldn't be uh, a lot of holdup there. But we're still looking at many months, likely, before we see old Nick ever uh, return to the shores of the U.S. of A. Uh, or back to the great state of Utah, where he's headed. So he's still got some time uh, to be you know, tormented in Scotland, <laughs> but that's what's up. It's happening. It is yeah. happening. Well, and are his charges, are they out of Ogden? Where, what are they out of? I was trying to remember. Well, they're out of Salt Lake City. Are they out of Salt Lake City? Yeah. Well, guys, that's only three hours away for us. Guess who's going to be in those pews? These girls. You betcha. This mm-hmm. is the reason to we go to Salt Lake. Plus, if it's closer mm-hmm. to Christmas time, that's pretty great, Nick. Thank you, really. Because yeah, um, we t- Salt Lake like City at Christmas time is a very fun time to go. Yeah, it yeah, is. yeah. So, and we'll go visit our favorite cousin Amy. Yeah. No offense to all of our other favorite cousins. No, we have lots of you. We're we're really lucky that way, actually. But uh, yeah, so we've been waiting for this day for you a damn long time, but it is confirmed. We are going to get to be in the courtroom with that fool. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. I'm here I mean, he's coming here for a sexual assault charge. I should not get too giddy. It is is a not. It's a terrible thing that he did. But to see him getting his comeuppance. 
also, I thought it was really funny. Do you know what he faked his death that he died from? Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Yeah. Do you know why that's kind of ironic? Because hmm. non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is a very treatable form of cancer. And it doesn't have a very high death rate. Like Hodgkin's lymphoma is like the one that is much more serious and that people don't always um, survive. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is one of those cancers that most people make it through. Interesting. I, saw, I saw that today and I went, no wonder they were like, wait a minute. <laughs> I mean, for a lot of reasons. So many thought, other things, but yeah. Fake something, fake like liver cancer, pancreatic cancer, something that's like takes right? you quick. Right, because with him, he was, when he was diagnosed, it was already late stage and he only had weeks to live. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, he, it was a strange diagnosis that he chose, I think. Anyway. Just, also, for all of us that have lost cancer, fuck you, Nick. Really. For real. Who had it and, yeah, lost people to it. Oh, God. All this. Something else I read, though, that was pretty entertaining. Anyone else? By the way, can you see him? Yeah. cool holographic greenish blue They're i really... like them i like them a lot don't want to sprain my middle fingers i might need them no nope. gotta hold on to those well one of the things that got me with him is you know how he's been pulling the whole not well enough to stand atrophied legs and the doctors were like he has strong athletic legs there's nothing wrong with these legs yeah, yeah. i guess just recently he kicked a uh, guard in the face with, with those, those poor atrophied legs yeah. what so sorry to hear that for the guard's sake, but also, uh, yeah, those little puny atrophied legs that can't walk anymore. Okay. Oh my God. His, his, the fact uh, that he in court said he could not lift his arms over his head and then leaving court, he did exactly that that very day. Waved with his arm over his head. It was so mm -hmm. great. Yeah. His uh, lies have definitely um, unraveled to a point that he, he might, really just stop with them but he won't he's no probably won't he won't but there's no keeping up with them that's for sure yeah absolutely um did you see amy had an update on oliver klein the missing uh kid from her city a few yeah. locals organized a search party i didn't hear about it until afterward or i would have been out there but they still haven't found anything uh Damn. I'm starting to think that Oliver really flew the roost. And maybe like, he did. left the state. And maybe he did, you know? I hope, best case scenario, that's what happened. Yeah. I hope I hope that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, does Elevertian ever say anything that's the truth? No. He no. also has two last names because he had, a lot of people call him Rossi, but he's also gone by Elevertian. Mm -hmm. Besides the fact that he was also going by Arthur Knight. Right. Rossi, in I the UK, they the call him Rossi. last name. I think so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The stepdad also. The stepdad uh, is something else. Whoa. Yeah. The stepdad yeah. is an Engelbert Humperdinck impersonator. Yeah. Oh, we talked about this. I think it was the week you missed this show. Probably so. We talked yeah. about that because we, uh, we had a lot of fun with, if you were going <laughs> to impersonate somebody... Well, or, that well, because that's not really that guy's <laughs> real name either. He changed his no. name to that. Yeah. Like what? 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 Why did? Why are any of you? Any of this? That? What? Right. Yeah. Just funny. Did you Very tell them funny. then that we have a cousin who legally changed his name to Ringo Starr? 
I did not, but that is true. Yeah, we do. It's yeah. And also yeah. thinks he is Ringo star. Legit. Yeah. Thinks he is. Yeah. That's for true. Oi. Wild. <laughs> uh, uh, no, he says my grandma and aunt both had it. My aunt was able to have a mastectomy and recover. Uh, thank goodness for those that survive and thrive. Bless and always remember the ones that don't. Exactly. So faking yeah. cancer is such bad, horrible shit. Uh, no, so no word on Sophia Van Dam and her two-year-old son missing for five weeks. Yeah, there's nothing. I, I have looked at that case and there's just nothing. Yeah. Why, why did didn't I, that? I didn't even think of it, but yeah. Yeah, right. I, uh, Joelle's like, uh, Ringo Starr is the best Beatle. There's a whole right. story about how they agreed to switch identities and the real Ringo Starr got to go off and live his life without anyone knowing him, knowing who he was, because of course, that's all you needed was your name and not your face. Yeah. Or your talent. Yeah. <laughs> so wild. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? Let's get into our Lori Vallow sentencing debrief because I think we all need it. I know if yes. you're an ex-Mormon, you or a Mormon, either, you're probably yeah. feeling very triggered by this whole thing. I definitely am. Well, we're going to talk some about things that. said that you went, oh, yeah, that sounds. I realized some of these things were that were said, people are like, I keep seeing people on Twitter saying that, uh, John Thomas compared himself to Jesus. I was like, did he? He did. Well, he did. Hell yeah, he did. He did. That's a very, that's really typical Mormon speak. So it didn't really grab me the way it did other people. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. We will get there. Creepy. And Craigie says, I'm not Mormon and I was triggered. Gotcha. <laughs> For I sure. I totally hear you. Okay. Well, so, okay, why today you? too. Yeah. So, why don't you start out with some, you had some stuff to share. Yeah, I do. So, and this is brand new, just barely. I have to tell you, I scooped Justin Lum, and that just doesn't happen. <laughs> but this uh, popped up today. Well, I'll take our the, banner down so you can see what it says. This is the arrest warrant for Lori. Now we got to talk about it because this is really interesting. This is for a murder in the first degree premeditated. Uh, the note on the filing is, and, and the filing is for today, uh, and the note is filed for extradition proceeding. So basically, they have to go, their governor has to go to our governor, and they have to work it out and make a plan. And it can take 90 to 120 days, or it could be faster, just depending on mm -hmm. how quick all of the process goes. But here's what's really interesting. Arizona has said all along they were charging her with two counts, one count of conspiracy to commit first-degree murder, and these were uh, grand jury indictments, and the other was conspiracy, uh, well, it was also a conspiracy charge, but uh, of attempted murder for Brandon attempted Pedro, murder. right? Yeah. This is murder in the first degree, premeditated. Yeah. Why is that so yeah, significant? Because that, if it stands the way it's written, the way we're seeing it, that would qualify for the death penalty in Arizona. 
Yeah. And when you think about what could happen with Lori going to Arizona, mm-hmm. already now being convicted of all of these other murders and conspiracy, not that the right. jury would be allowed to take that into uh, consideration, but not that they wouldn't because they're not, you know, idiots, they're human beings. Uh, could she get the death penalty in Arizona? We don't know. It's, it's it's we're not sure why the charge has changed. Possible. So no, no, but news on that in the next day or two. But but yeah, that is huge because huge, that huge, could huge. mean that even though Idaho wasn't able to get the death penalty done, Arizona will, or they won't. I don't know. Does it mean they aren't going after her for Brandon? I don't think so. But those two incidents didn't happen in the same county. So they have to figure out, I'm sure, what the jurisdiction is on it and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's it's pretty secondary to Charles's death, I think. Mm-hmm. Right? Did they just, get more info? Yeah, good question. And this is to get that ball rolling so that they can get yeah. her moved. So I think she shouldn't right. get too cozy there in Pocatello because she's not going to be there very long. I think so, yeah. I think that's true. And, and maybe they've got help from... Uh, her niece on, on these cases i don't know or is she just gonna get off with nothing makes me sick it's so Melanie hard to i just don't understand how there yeah. either isn't testimony from her or charges for her you know yeah yeah i I don't get it. I'm still hoping that there are going to be charges. Yeah, I am too. I am too. And that's just part of it is we just got to wait mm-hmm. and see, because, you know, as this whole thing has, it's taken time. They've played it out. They've done their thing. And I think it's important for us to remember that they need to take all the time that they can mm-hmm. in order to make sure that, you know, they have a solid case like Idaho did. Yeah. Yeah. No. So very interesting. Uh, so we'll keep a really close eye on that. But uh, here's Prison Barbie checked in and uh, mm. ready to lead the worship team. Yeah. <laughs> Still with the smirk. With the smirk. She probably knows that this mugshot will go around the world. So she was putting mm-hmm. on her Lori show. But uh, For sure. I mean, she looks like crap. You look like the Wicked Witch, Witch of the West, Lori. I shouldn't say really that. I like witches. <laughs> right? No. She looks like a bridge troll to me, man. That face is mm-hmm. just, it's not good. No, and it just keeps falling further. Yeah, she's not in prison garb there. I'm not exactly sure what they wear at Pocatello. Pocatello's the... kind of different. They don't call their inmates inmates. They call them residents. They do. There's yeah. more than because they have a treatment side. They do. And which is where a friend of ours was at that prison. Um, and yeah. then the other side, which is like the more hardcore, which I mean, she's a triple murderer. She'll go to the mm-hmm. more, more car- hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. But that could just be what they transported her into. Could be. Yeah, what she's wearing there. This is the Pocatello. Oh, that's a terrible picture. This is the Pocatello women's prison. Mm-hmm. It sits up on the 
hill kind of above Pocatello. And they have a little under 400, around, around 350. Uh, at any one time, including Robin, Relo Robin Lee Rowe is there. Oh, is she in Poc Pocatello? Mm -hmm. I always wondered. Wow. She is. Yep, that's the only uh, woman on death row in Idaho. And she's been mm -hmm. on death row for a good 30 years. At least, yeah. Yeah. She murdered her family, too. Mm -hmm. She She burned down their house. Yeah terrible person yep yep it's the absolute worst yeah uh and the prison is so right now she has to have a whole bunch of evaluations a mental health evaluation a dental evaluation a physical health evaluation there's all of these different things that they have to do to decide exactly where to put her and also what her needs are and long-term needs could be so that they know exactly how to treat her moving forward. Um, I expect it'll be kind of for naught that they're going to start into that process and she's going to be jerked out of Idaho and head to Arizona for a while anyway. And then mm -hmm. we'll see if she returns to Idaho at some point or if Arizona keeps her or there's a lot of things we don't know right now yeah how there's, that there's a lot up in the air for sure it's gonna play out yeah uh no we, we did an episode on robin lee Rowe. so if you just do a search of our uh youtube channel you'll find it we did it it's probably two years ago at now, least but, yeah it's been a long time yeah, ago but we yeah. have done a story on her didn't we do oh. a story because uh my son i think we did a story on her because my son at the at the time That's in right. his college his professor uh knew Robin Lee Brower was related to her. Like he was associated with that case and had told them about it. And he That's told us right. about it and we decided to do that case. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Cranky, their notes would say, prepare for voluminous religiosity. Oh, <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think you're right, Anna. I think she very well could be out of Idaho before Chad's trial starts. Like between his trial and Cobra. Oh my God. Agree. Oh, that's going to be a busy time period. It really is. Cause we're also going to be dealing with Nicholas Alverdian by then. <laughs> yeah, we will. That is true. Oh, did you find um, the Robin I did Rowe find it. Yeah. So I put a link in for that. More chaos than we need. It is. Right. Way more totally. chaos than we need. We, yeah. Well, not to mention that we also have uh, the guy who killed that family of four recently. Yeah. John, uh, Major John. Major, yeah, what's his face? I can't think yeah. of his last name. But yeah, that one as well. Major They're all going to kind of come up. Also, yeah. uh, last week, the Fruitland police announced that they have finished their investigation surrounding uh, Michael Vaughn. And have yeah. turned their recommendations over to the prosecution, including their uh, uh, recommendations and or their affidavits for arrest. So we're just waiting to see uh, if or when. I wonder if they're doing the, a grand jury. Yeah. Well, oh boy, it really makes you wonder because as of yet, no arrests that we have seen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Dorman, right. Dorman, but yes, no. Right. Major Jackass. I like that name better. For sure. Creepy shithead. 
Uh, what else? What else is there? I think you that's it. Some stuff about the prison, did you? Okay. That, that, that was pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've got, I'm going to talk through some of the transcript uh, of John Thomas. So John Thomas is Lori's defense, one of Lori's defense attorneys. And he did the absolute weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I honestly think if John Thomas gave that closing and that sentencing recommendation anywhere but here, the dude would probably be like under sanctions or something. It was so fucking bonkers. I don't, I wasn't sure if he was giving his closing statement there or, or his recommendation or uh, in fast and testimony meeting, because that's what it sounded right. like. Mm -hmm. That was so wild. He first starts out talking about himself. He and Archibald both did that. I find it weird and really pretty distasteful mm -hmm. that they do that. It's weird. He was talking about, you know, when he when he was sworn into the bar, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. It's his sacred oath to hold, uphold the Constitution. Yeah, no shit, dude. Um, so he talked about that it was, you know, his job to make sure the state meets the burden of proof. Of course, we don't. We do all know that. But then um, he found... He was talking to his wife because he was looking at taking a different job uh, as a public defender. And he asked her, you know, what he should do. And she reminded him that uh, Jesus was probably not a prosecutor. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's this fairly open comparison to himself. Mm-hmm. And Jesus Christ, which was a mm -hmm. super fucking weird. Considering all of Lori's delusional shit, why would you bring religion into this at all? At all. He And he I, said that, yeah, the way he said that, yeah, Jesus wasn't a prosecutor and he knew he, he, uh, that Jesus would have been advocating. That's what she, he said. Jesus would have been advocating, advocating for someone who murdered her children. Okay. Right. I mean, it's the way our legal process is set up. I can totally honor that. But yeah, why? I mean, we're talking about a triple murderer here. This is not, I can see, I could see that in a different kind of case. Um, <laughs> Paula, he, he sounded like he was justifying giving Lori her temple recommend. Yeah. He did. <laughs> That's pretty true. Well, um, and then he said that he prayed that he, meaning Jesus or Christ would, uh, give him the right words to say today. What? Dude, you're an attorney. Uh -huh. uh, okay. So then he goes into when he's going to give the court a recommendation regarding this case, his recommendation is a message of peace and joy and hope. Yes. And peace and love and joy and hope. Uh -huh. And everyone including the judge looked at him like this is after all of the victims that they allowed to speak have given their impact statements it was mm -hmm. so distasteful and out of touch yeah he talked about that so many people have been touched in a negative way by this case yeah by your client mm -hmm. and the devastation around this case but everything that he said separated lori from the case over yeah. And over again, which was very strange. Mm -hmm. There has been and a his, lot of hurt. A lot yeah. of hurt. 
A lot of hurt to go around. No. That would indicate this was anybody else's fault besides Lori's. Right. No. So gross. Yeah. Um, you know, so it goes on about that kind of creepy, weird stuff and kind of, you know, talks about, you know, the various family members and friends who were touched by the case and blah, blah, blah. And he said that hurt can sometimes manifest as hate. Mm -hmm. Um, you have no right to be confronting these victims like that. Also, who was this statement for? I mean, I know technically it was for Judge Boyce, but Judge Boyce did got nothing from this other than to think that John Thomas is a wackadoodle man. I well, the whole time I kept simmering. thinking, oh, he was. You could see on his face he was doing everything he could to stay stone faced. Mm-hmm. And I just kept thinking, why does he think that this is a statement that is going to affect the judge, right, in a positive way for Lori? I, I just could not get it. Then he quoted Martin Luther King. Yeah, he quoted freaking Martin Luther King. That is the most gross, distasteful, white bag of mayonnaise shit I I have ever seen in my whole life. What are Uh you doing? Light can't drive out light only, or or hate can't drive out hate only darkness. It's a famous, it's a famous quote. We all know it. Was it in relation to a triple murderer who killed her own children? No. It definitely was not. No. It was, yeah, she's not the person she plays on TV. She's the most hated woman in America. I Maybe would say the that's world. Giving, yeah. That was giving her um, a lot of celebrity, which is mm-hmm. weird and gross. Yeah. Also not true. Um, we all know that's Marjorie Taylor Greene. I mean, you know. Uh, <laughs> 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 but yeah, Thomas did sound like he had no clue why he was there. Like this was not, this was supposed to be his plea to the judge to give her a lower sentence. Yeah. If if you had been able to get to know Lori the way I have during this time. Uh, what? I'll take a real hard pass on that. Why does anyone want to get to know her? She fucking killed her kids. You know? <laughs> he says hate will never bring closure. Okay. But you, what you're talking about will? A counselor, you are not, sir. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then the, oh, the Martin Luther King quote. I could not fucking believe he did that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then but how do we laugh. stop the hurt and pain? I was like, that's not your job. Your job is right. to recommend a sentence here. What are you you're right. trying to do? A real shit job of counseling these victims? Right. Horrible. Or shaming them for being yes. angry? Shaming them yeah. for hating Or feeling hate over this. Which, it was a very patriarchal do? move of it telling was. these women how they're allowed to feel, which was yes. super, super gross. It really what was. really killed me was we saved her life. We saved oh. Lori's life. And that is a win for all of humanity. Are you yeah. motherfucking kidding me? Who's humanity? What are you talking yeah. about? That yeah, one what are you talking killed about? me. I know. Yeah, I know. Well, when he was talking about the kids and the milestones that they won't hit. Yes, dude, we know your client took that away from them. Why are you talking about this? We need to replace hurt. And that can only come about from love and compassion. Yeah. And that he thinks that each person touched by this case, um, that they can heal 
and find some semblance of peace again. Well, it won't be from your words, okay? Because you're the defense attorney. This is not your job. No. And if Lori could speak to each one of those people who've been hurt by this case, not by her actions, but by this case or been affected by this case, her message would be one of love. Her motto is love is the key. I mean, like... (laughs) Her motto. Listening yes. to this shit, if you were in that courtroom and a family member of someone who died from this case, would you be ready to leap over that wall, mm-hmm. half wall and kick his ass? Because I would. Yeah. I was like, oh, I can't imagine how murderous they fuck? must have been. Well, and Lindsay Blake is like staring at him. Like, <laughs> wait, Lindsay was she staring just at is him. like turned looking right at him. Like, what the fuck? fuck are you doing dude lindsey's face was absolutely priceless they were just stunned by this shit well what lori couldn't was lori rubbing off on him and i went i know i that's part of it i'm like jesus did she convert him it also makes you wonder in all of the meetings they've had with her trying to get something from her to defend her with Right. If it has just been this kind of stuff that she spewed today, you know, if and all it's, it's all been has been religious speak and stuff, and that's really the only kind of conversation they've ever had with her. Mm-hmm. But. I, I think so. I mean, to hear her talk, it was like, mm-hmm. when they talked about that they didn't always get along with her, I thought that was hilarious. Um, Because, mm-hmm. yeah, she's nuts and a pain in the ass. You don't have to like her, remember? Yeah. Everything she says to us and everything she does is love. No, it is insanity and hate disguised as love, dude. Yeah. You can't really see the evil behind that mask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think she broke the attorneys. Maybe she did. Yes. Maybe, uh, maybe somebody she asked did. If I mean, John it, is. Uh... Oh, go ahead. Oh. Go- if John is what? A death penalty attorney. He is-ish. He's, mm-hmm. you have to have served He's on trained. a certain amount. Yeah. Of death penalty cases uh, as a second chair before you can be a first chair. And so he was second chair on this case working on getting to that point. Now, since this ended up not being a death penalty case, I don't know if it helps him. Or maybe it does because it was a death penalty case until they got it off the table. I don't know how that works. So I'm not really sure about that. I I don't either. Um, I don't either. But, I mean, if he thinks that he, like, did a good job here, he's an idiot. No. Oh, well, and the objections. Yeah. Dear the, God. Oh, the objections during the victim statements. I was like, I think Judge Boyce was seriously considering punching his face in. The last time he said, overruled, please continue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was pretty great. He the way put on he his talks about, voice right there. Yeah. He did. You could see. Well, I bet when they find, when they had that one sidebar, I bet he told him to cool it on that and knock that shit off mm-hmm. um, because he wasn't happy about it. Well, and, and it was the last time that he again. entertained it too. Yeah. Like, dude, yeah. you are in deep shit right now. And then he goes on to talk about what a wonderful person Lori was right up until she killed her children. Even Kay said she was a wonderful mother. Get Kay's name out of your mouth. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that is the second time they have done that to Kay. Yeah. 
I mean, come on. And then he said, there's a lot of confusion and misunderstanding about how this ultimately came to pass. Mm -hmm. I'm like, who's confused, dude, besides you? Because if there was confusion and misunderstanding, why didn't you put up a defense? Right. You sure didn't talk about that during the trial. Yeah, five weeks of trial that you could have brought up any of those confusions and misunderstandings and worked on clearing those up, but you sure as hell didn't. So let's not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then what he ends with is that, you know, my last topic is of healing and hope. What? No, your last topic should be, what is your sentencing recommendation for your extremely guilty client? And he talked about how the first, and so, you know, the Idaho code says, you know, that sentence they have to consider protection of society. Yeah, well, that was covered very clearly in Rob Wood's statement. Second is rehabilitation, of which they presented nothing about what kind of rehabilitation could help her. And I'll tell you why, it's because there isn't any. Um, you know, like Rob Wood said, there's no, in the diagnosis that they had, in the statements from the doctors, there was no prognosis. And what that means is there's no treatment plan that leads to a place where she's well. Yeah. Because there isn't one, not for what no. she's got. Because she's a narcissist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who has yep. killed people, you know? Yep. Um, well, Just, yeah, he had a sentencing recommendation. He did finally, but it took forever to get there because we all had to be thinking about how we were going to bring Lori hope. And it was like a hope of never getting out of prison. Check. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. He he did reference joy and then never really got back to that. I can think of. He uh, didn't. What the joy was supposed to be about. Yeah. But the stuff that he said about saving her life and that's a win for all humanity And it's not anyone to be credited or blamed, although clearly his little halo was a was a shining up there Mm -hmm. about who got that done. Which was really gross. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, we're supposed to, you know, life without parole gives a defendant no hope. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No hope of getting out and killing anyone else. Great. Excellent. That's what we're looking for here so weird right they did know she was indefensible but to take it in this direction well and she refused to participate in her defense she didn't give them anything no for the defense or for the sentencing nothing yeah she would not participate in the gain uh in doing the the gain evaluation she would not participate in any of it and so then what we're supposed to you know give her some hope for what and she wouldn't allow them to use mental health they could have yeah. used mental health as a defense. It's not a full defense in Idaho. There's no uh, insanity plea, but they could have used it as no. a defense with the jury to at least, uh, you know, help yeah. them to see, you know, if they could have uh, how ill she is. But she refused to let them do that. Right. Well, and then during the, you know, they're supposed to be presenting in that um, pre-sentence report mitigating factors. Here are reasons why she did what she did. Here are things that maybe she didn't have control over, that kind of thing. But she refused Mm -hmm. to participate. And so they had very little information that the judge even used because she didn't participate in the the evaluations. 
This is the part that made me want, all of it made me want to throw up. But he says this. Um, her hope will benefit society. So if we give her hope that she might maybe be get out, get out someday, that we haven't thrown her away, she ha- that, that there's hope that that will spread to society. In yeah. what fucking way, dude? In what way? We will have essentially thrown her away. She has no incentive to rehabilitate. Uh, she very clearly has no incentive to re- rehabilitate all on her own, you know? Nobody wants a 70-year-old woman in prison. Oh, right. yeah, we do. No, yeah. yeah in this I raise, case, I, yeah. for sure, yes. Yeah. yeah, right. She'll change her behavior and routines and habits. And by the time she's 70, she'll just be a different person. No, she won't. No, she will not. At all. She has done nothing to show that she is even sorry about what happened. Right. It's just so gross. So what he suggested was 20 years fixed with the possibility for, um, let's see, let me read it trying to find it we asked the court for a 20-year fixed term plus life indeterminate concurrent for all five counts of murder and conspiracy to commit murder we would ask the court to give Lori daybell a 14-year concurrent sentence for the grand theft to run concurrent with each life sentence um we can do this judge we can move forward toward peace again and heal which is what we really need to do thank you your honor We can do this, Judge. We can do it. We can give Lori hope. There's no we, motherfucker. It's just the judge, and he is not as dumb as you are. No. Yeah. And then the judge turned around and gave her life without parole on all five murder counts. Mm -hmm. Three of them are consecutive, which means she will serve three life sentences. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She won't. She'll be dead. And then uh, 10 years total on the theft. It was it was so ridiculous. Right. Lori is a predator. Yeah. And she is really good at getting people involved in helping her out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I saw the guy, Kaylin. Kaylin, and I agree with you. She said, I wanted to hear the judge say, you will die in prison. You will never see Chad Daybell or his storm again, mm-hmm. nor the sunset <laughs> under your feet. Or feel or or the sunset or feel the Hawaiian sand beneath your feet. I yes. saw somebody else say that they thought they might start uh, sending her a wish you were here postcard from Hawaii every two weeks. <laughs> that is so bad. And yet, yeah, yes, so true. Well, before we move on to Lori's statement, which urge your loins, let's talk about something that might help us all focus moving forward. It's not hope for Lori Vallow. It is, in fact, magic mind. I know it's we've been hope talking for about the rest this of stuff. us. Yes. Yeah, it is hope for the rest of us. I know we've been talking about this a lot lately. Um, I love this stuff. If you guys haven't tried it, please be sure you do. I'm going to put up a link. Um, the magic mind folks gave us a discount code. So you get a discount over there if you use our code and um, give you an opportunity to try it. If you are tired all the time, if you have trouble focusing, if you feel tense a lot, 
these are all reasons why this can be of help to you. And of course, I'm not a doctor. This is a supplement. This is not medication and should never be replacing medication without discussing it with your doctor first. But this is a really great way to boost your energy during the day without getting jittery, without having a crash. Um, can we mix it with the mermaid gin? Why not? But I, you're supposed to drink it in the morning though. So, I mean, if you drink mermaid gin in the morning, gin in the morning, awesome, please do. But I will tell you that in my ADHD brain has benefited a great deal for Magic Mind and is going to continue because I'm going to keep using it because it's making a big it's making a positive impact for me. Magic Mind cocktails. Yeah. <laughs> My only problem with that is I don't drink in the morning. But, you know, the nice thing is it's little. So you just shoot it. It's a couple swallows. It's not, you know, it's not hard yeah. to get down at all. It tastes good. And it is really just helpful to get your brain a brain in. What's in it? Matcha? Let me tell you. Oh, dear. It's so small that <laughs> even these glasses that are supposed to do that for me are not doing it. So it's got matcha in it, adaptogens, nootropics, immunity, vitamin C, D, and echinacea. So let me, I'll read it off the bottle for you. It does have caffeine, but only 55 milligrams. So it's not a huge shot of caffeine. That's not the point of this. It yeah. gives you some energy, yes, but it's not going to send you into the stratosphere. No. Let's see. So it has olive oil, matcha, ashwagandha, bacopa maniri, rhodiola rosea, cytocholine sodium, echinacea, chlorophyll, um, turmeric, organic lion's mane. Let's see. Uh, organic cordyceps, L-theanine, wow. natural caffeine, vitamin C, Sea salt, B3, um, saffron, vitamin B2, organic vitamin D3, and vitamin B12. Wow, I didn't realize that it had the mushrooms in it, the cordyceps and oh, the lion's yeah. mane. Well, yeah, that's that's what, when you see things that say nootropics, mm -hmm. that means it's got the, okay. um, it's got... Um, yeah, that's what that means is the, the the various kinds of mushrooms. You know what? The olive oil, there's not very much in here. And no, I've not had any bathroom issues at all. Yeah. Um, I've not had any issues with that in the least. But yes, cranky mm, shrooms, right? What's wrong with the stratosphere? The only problem I have with the stratosphere is it's very uh, jittery for me. And then I fall off the stratosphere and I hit the ground. Does it help with anxiety? <laughs> I think that it does. Because most of these kinds of energy shots give me anxiety. This mm -hmm. one does not. There are some calming elements to it. Part of it is meant to be relaxing so that it's like energy and focus, but it's not like 12 cups of coffee. Yeah. And Jessica, I've not struggled with sleep at all with it. Oh, no, me either. But you take it in the morning. But I am very sensitive to, you know, caffeine later in the day and stuff like that hasn't given me any problems. Uh, Gigi, you would have to ask your doctor if it's okay with thyroid problems. Um, to my knowledge, there's nothing, but you'd want to check with your doctor on that. Yeah. Yeah. Stratosphere withdrawal is a thing. It is. Yeah. There yeah. is a lot of stuff in this little shop. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. cool stuff. And it doesn't taste yeah. bad. The green drink stuff, that makes me nervous. 
if I have to put something in my mouth, uh, I better know it's not going to make me. But uh, it <laughs> the first time I drank it, I had a chaser in one hand and I was ready and I was afraid it was going to make me wretch. Not at all. It was actually just, it's a little bit sweet, but it wasn't like crazy sweet. And I was good. Uh, have you seen it spike your blood pressure or sugar, Chris? Not at all. There's only three carbs in it. So it's slightly sweet, but not very. I'm also uh, a type two diabetic skeptic and uh, no, it hasn't bothered me in the least. Yeah. And honestly, like, see this, see how little, okay, this is my, this is my lemonade I'm drinking right now. This is magic. Mind. See how little it is. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's not a really. lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. So check it out. Check out where uh, magicmind.com slash true crime 20. You get a discount through us. Um, they have a couple of different ways. You can just buy it outright to try it. You can also do a subscription, which cuts the cost by quite a lot. If you try it out and like it and want to keep going with it. I know I'm going to keep going with it because it is helping me a lot. So, yeah, be sure to help with out. the thinking. Yep. <laughs> it really does. And I, I don't know what happened when I had my hysterectomy. I think I also had a brainectomy and they forgot to tell me. Um, because I've had so much trouble since my hysterectomy with energy and focus so bad. And it really is a lot better. All right. And with that, we took a little break. Oh, that's okay. Noe, thank you. Uh, we'll take it. Noe posted our, <laughs> our code is true crime 20. You just go to magicmind.com slash true crime 20. But yeah, yeah, think Lori would benefit. <laughs> no, because this is good stuff and she doesn't get good stuff. She's going to be she gets drinking Kool-Aid now. Kool-Aid. Yeah. She gets Kool-Aid. That's all. <laughs> and not even not even the name brand Kool-Aid. Not even the good stuff. When not even the sugar-free kind. Yeah. She gets flavor right Stuff that's going to rot your teeth. Yeah, flavor right. There you go. Lord gets flavor right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Okay. So let's keep it. Let's talk about Lori now. Her transcript is a lot shorter. She only talked for about eight minutes. Yeah. It was oh flavor aid. Yep, there's another one. That's another one of those generic Kool-Aids. Um, I think we were all in pins and needles about whether she was going to talk or not, and that her attorneys indicated that she might at the beginning of the hearing, and everyone was like, "What? What? She's going to speak? Mm -hmm. She didn't even speak at her own damn trial, but now mm -hmm. she's going to speak here." Yeah, yeah. So let's. Talk I think about we were it. all when she started. We're kind of like. It's happening. Yeah. I cannot <laughs> believe it. But it brings so many things together, I think, to hear what she said. So first she quoted uh, a scripture from the New Testament. And this was the most tone deaf thing I think I've ever seen in my whole life. She said, this is the, this is the quote. He said, Jesus says, he that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. And then in the first verse of chapter 15, Jesus says, "Ye judge after the flesh, I judge no man. And yet if I judge, my judgment is true. What? They just say what? We're like, well, let's just stone you right here then. Because none of us are murderers. You dumb bitch. What? Oh, my yeah. God. That was the judge. His face when she read that, I was watching him because he he looked, he kind of did like taken aback a little. And mm -hmm. I mean, he's awesome because he's very, um, he's so stone-faced, you know, but even he had a reaction to that. 
right? <laughs> no, he, no, he says, I think of her more as an Old Testament girl. Exactly. But I mean, all of this implying that in some way she is Jesus or she is connected to Jesus after her attorney compared himself to Jesus. The mm -hmm. dovetailing between their two statements was so weird to me. Creepy. I was like, yeah. I think maybe John Thomas needs deprogramming. Mm -hmm. Right? <laughs> Good thing she didn't speak of the trial. She took totally took that scripture out of context. Totally. But it was also an admonition, like the court and everyone else judging her, you know, for murdering mm -hmm. her children. What? You can throw stones at me, but Jesus won't judge me. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So then she says, Jesus knows me and Jesus understands me. I mourn with all of you who mourn my children and Tammy. I'm like, get Tammy's name out of your bitch ass mouth right mm -hmm. now. Yeah. But, but this accidental mm -hmm. deaths happen. Suicides happen. Fatal side effects from medications happen. So these are her theories. And we know that they tried to push the medication thing during the trial a little bit. Yeah. But the accident and the suicide? Really? Where were mm -hmm. these defenses at your trial? Interesting. So I'm going to assume then that the suicide would have been Tylee and the accidental death would have been JJ. Wow. Well, that mm -hmm. is one talented suicide. I'll tell you that right now. Right. Right. Uh, Kaylin, I have a question. For her about JJ being a grown up in heaven working, what was that about? We have work to do after we die. That's very much Mormon doctrine. Mm -hmm. That's Mormon belief that um, when the second coming happens and the resurrection occurs, everybody is around age 30 mm -hmm. and like at the in the prime of their lives, physically, that kind of thing. And yes, that Mormons um, believe that they're busy proselytizing to all the dead, not Mormons, so that they will accept their baptism for the dead, their confirmation for the dead, their sealings for the dead, um, you know, which are marriages, basically, um, that they're all out there still doing the work, even after they're dead. One thing she said about JJ is that JJ is engaged. And some people took that to mean, like, betrothed. That's right. not what that meant. That meant yeah. engaged in the work, engaged yes. in missionary yeah. work in other words we were taught yeah. this kind of stuff as little kids mm -hmm. all the time very very familiar yeah 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 so then she goes on to, to give her near-death experience which sister summer jumped right on with east idaho news and talked to nate and about and said i have never heard that story before in my life yeah you know who thought it was familiar though <laughs> You guys, have you seen the stuff Julie Rowe has been putting out on social media? Do you remember Julie Rowe? She's from the very beginning of this case. She had connections with Chad. Um, she does a lot of like quasi-psychic and energy work. I do not like to say those things because what she does is bullshit. Mm -hmm. um, but she said that Lori's near-death experience sounds a whole lot like one she has talked about having. Mm -hmm. I don't know if any of them are true. But I, I was like, guess but some of the, the stuff that she Julie wrote with said, Chad. See, yes, oh, she that's did true. a book through Spring Creek uh, Press, Chad and uh, Tammy's book company, and I believe it is that book where she talks all about her NDE. That's right. Yeah, she, but Lori sounds like essentially told Julie Rose's story. Yeah, yeah, 
maybe, or they both made it up. Yeah. I don't know. Um, near-death experiences are a big deal for Mormons because they use yeah. people's near-death experiences as confirmation of what they see, um, the spirit world, mm -hmm. which is the afterlife. That spirit world is a Mormon um, phrase. Mm -hmm. They use it as confirmation that they're right about what it's going to be like after we die. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, if you can go look for Julie Rowe, but be prepared. But the story that her sister Stacy came uh, and and took her, you know, the, the Stacy was there with her. This is mm -hmm. her sister who died. This is um, Melanie's mother. Mm -hmm. um, but she said that she she came back to her body, but that she didn't really want to. She wanted to stay in heaven. And I kept thinking that is such a weird thing to say when all you've done is send people to wherever they're going. Mm -hmm. You know, if you wanted to go, why didn't you just go mm -hmm. and let the rest of these people live their lives? Yeah. She said a lot of things that were so contradictory and just didn't make sense. Mm -hmm. But she's now saying that because of that NDE, she has access to the spirit world. And there are mm -hmm. lots of people that have um, NDEs and then talk about having spiritual experiences after oh, that yeah. they hadn't had before. That's a very common thing. But this is her ex yeah. her excuse for why she's had many communications mm -hmm. Um. This is how she said it from people now living in heaven, uh -huh. including my children, Tylee, JJ, my sisters, Stacy and Lolly, my aunts and uncles, my grandparents. I've had many communications with Jesus Christ because here we are again with the uh -huh. Jesus Christ. Back to this. Yep. Yeah. Talking about how she has lots of angelic visitors. Um, she knows that her children are happy and busy in the spirit world because of my communications with my friend, Tammy Daybell. Oh my God. Oh, mm -hmm. stop talking about her. Mm -hmm. uh, I know that she is also very happy and extremely busy. Yeah. What? Popular. I yeah. Popular. Yeah. This isn't high school, Lori. Popular. Mm. Really? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. gross. And my friend, um, and my eternal more... friend, Tammy. Yes. Yeah. Well, I so I posed this in our chat, and I think some people misunderstood what I said, but I was thinking about it because Mormons believe in polygamy in the afterlife. And a man, mm -hmm. if a man ha is sealed to his wife, married in the Mormon temple, mm -hmm. and she dies, he can go on to marry another woman and be sealed in the Mormon temple. And I know that they were not actually sealed in the Mormon temple, but Lori believes that she is sealed with Chad. There's a whole, there's a whole big part of their story. And I went, when she referred to her like that, I went, it's like they're sister wives in her mind. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Like yeah. referring to her in this way, I realized this is from some of that because Lori was actually sealed to Charles. Uh -huh. So she actually, if she was following her own actual belief system, would still be married to him. Was she sealed to Charles? I think so. I did they not were going... think so. Really? Okay, maybe I'm mm -hmm. off on that. I, I no, know maybe that... Maybe I am, but I didn't think so. I know that he was a convert and kind of working through the process. And so maybe they didn't get married in the temple or didn't get sealed. I am not sure. But that hit me very much as in that acknowledgement of polygamy. That that's yeah. why they're, you know, 
you know, yeah. eternal friends, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my beautiful children. Oh, my God. And that JJ came to her and told her, Mom, you did nothing wrong. Yeah. Oh, that's very convenient. So, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, all of this, Jesus knows me. Jesus knows what I did. Jesus knows I didn't murder anyone. How convenient. It's so dark. Mm -hmm. I don't like using the word evil because I think it's kind of lost its meaning, but that's all I could feel through this whole thing is that she's using things that are people's beliefs about love and heaven and family being together and, you know, people being on the other side waiting for us when we die in the darkest, most fucked up way I have ever heard. Yeah. Also, this is a hundred percent about her. There's no, I'm sorry. There's no remorse. There's no taking responsibility for the things that she did. There's no talking about the people who died. That's not in here. This is about her. Yeah. I know how wonderful heaven is and I'm homesick for it every single day. Mm -hmm. Except she was real desperate to get the death penalty off the table, wasn't she? Yeah. So help me understand how that works. Yeah. Yeah. This but part, also I know. I was so confused to not hear about Charles and Alex coming to see her. Right. What did they have to say? How about Joe? How about yeah. Joe? Yeah. Well, when she says, I know we all lived in heaven before we were born on earth and we were all adult spirits in the heavenly realm. We chose to come to earth as mortals. That is very much Mormon belief. That's called the pre-existence. And that's, that's what Mormons believe where people were before they were born into this life. Yeah. Um, she says, I do not fear death, but I look forward to it. Really? Hmm. Surprised you didn't want that old death penalty then. Right. You could have ridden out of here a little sooner, maybe. Not really. Idaho would have never put her to death anyway, but, you know. No. Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah. So she <laughs> she about claim how... that... Oh, sorry. Halo said she'll probably claim that Charles visited her at his trial and say that she did nothing wrong. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Well, and then she talks about how she had to come back to help her children and others in the future when she had the NDE. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, really? So you thought you had to come back to help people and this is what you did with that? Mm-hmm. Then she goes on about Tylee being in physical pain and basically implies that she was, it was good for her to be dead because she hurt so much. Yeah. Um, I mean, whatever. Yeah. She called out Tylee's biological father as a sex offender, of which he was never charged no. or convicted of anything. I, I will die I on the hill that the prosecutor should have objected and said that is... That should yeah. not go on the public record. He was never convicted of anything, nor was he ever even charged with anything. She shouldn't right. have got to say that and put that on the record. She shouldn't have. I mean, if, if we're going to object to victim impact statements, why can't we object to her? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She, so, yeah. Stop worrying, Mom. We are fine. That's what Tylee has told her when she comes mm -hmm. to visit her. Because they know how much I worry. Yeah, mm -hmm. they know how much I worry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and how JJ came and said, you didn't do anything wrong, Mom. What? Oh, mm -hmm. and she talks about JJ and how, you know, about him, how he's busy and he appeared as an adult and all that stuff. Mm 
and about her eternal friend, Tammy, and how she's extremely busy helping her family. Yeah, I imagine she is. Her family, yeah. who are reeling from her murder. Mm -hmm. So her last part of her statement, it's just also gag-worthy. She said, my beautiful children, Tylee Ashland and Joshua Jackson, rest safely this day in the arms of Jesus. My wonderful friend, Tammy Daybell, rests safely in this day in the arms of Jesus. And I look forward to the day when we are all reunited and I too rest in the arms of my Jesus. Yeah. Just, I uh, still now, I'm, I'm almost speechless to read it. Yeah. Well, I am not a religious guy, but I think that I can safely say, uh, speak for most religious folks when I say that I think that, uh, Whoever her Jesus is and who everyone else's Jesus is might be Not a little different. Guy. Yeah. Did she ever even meet Tammy? I believe she met Tammy she once. Did. Yeah. Will Arizona have so much Mormon speak during the trial? I don't know because there are parts of more, um, Arizona that are very Mormon. Are they as Mormon as here? No. God, I hope not. No, but I don't think so but she'll have a new public defender there so I, it's, it'll be really interesting with her going to arizona because we'll have a whole new legal team to yeah. uh to learn and and yeah it's going to be very different who maybe yeah. won't use their religion the way that thomas did well and mm -hmm. and so did archibald i mean he did some of this in the trial too yeah he did. but it when you listen to to um Thomas, and then you listen to her and how they weirdly dovetail. It's creepy. I legitimately am concerned for Thomas. Yeah. I don't know what the hell he was thinking. Mm -hmm. But that sentencing recommendation was not a sentencing recommendation. It was a, no, it was something else. And I don't even know who it was for other than Lori. It was like yeah. he was speaking to her, not the judge. Mm -hmm. So weird. Yeah. yeah. Oh, why did I say that Idaho would never, uh, executor they won't robin lee rowe mm -hmm. like we talked about uh before she's been on death row in idaho for 30 years still has not been executed there are still no plan to execute her and idaho has never in its entire history executed a woman ever yeah it's just not going to happen so, so we have felt all along like it, it really didn't matter that they dropped the death penalty because it wasn't mm -hmm. going to happen anyway no now now chad's a whole other deal whole other deal but if they drop the death penalty for him to plead i mean i think he would be a complete moron not to do it mm -hmm. because i mean a lot of the evidence that was in Lori's trial was just as damning if not more damning than for him than her yeah you know and i don't know i mean i imagine they're going to put up an actual defense maybe yeah. The way that this has been, there's been no defense at all, and th there wasn't even a defense no. in that in that sentencing recommendation. Really, no. there wasn't anything no. specific to her about here are reasons why she should get less time, other than let's give her hope. Yes. What? Yeah. Yeah. It was just yeah. bananas. Uh, see, I like that too, Kaylin. Her having a female public defender she can't flirt with would be something to see. I think her whole legal yeah. team should be women, hardcore women I think, that aren't having her nonsense. And a female judge. Let's see it all female. It would be great. 
she'll, get her head, she'll get her face slapped over and over again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Do we think Thomas was trying to throw the trial? No. I I think genuinely that's, I don't know, man. Why did he go that direction? It's so weird. But because ultimately, mm -hmm. well, and I she did agree that she'd had she adequate counsel, counsel. Yeah, that's true. I love that the judge asked that, uh, you know, made her say it out loud that, yes, she's happy and pleased with the uh, counsel or with the uh, representation she's had. Good, good. Let's get that on mm -hmm. record right now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. She doesn't have a lot of uh, leg to stand on there, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, Kathleen, yes, today. Yep. They issued it today. Mm -hmm. So yep. now there's just going to be the, the process to extradite her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob Mata said, uh, was saying he'd never seen anything like what John Thomas was doing. Right. Well, that's what all of the, the attorneys I've seen online that have followed this case are absolutely dumbfounded by Thomas's mm -hmm. statement. And the objections during the witness statements. That is just not done. Yes, I've the never, objections ever seen that before. Yeah. It was horrible. Yeah. yeah. AZ does have the death penalty and she is charged with first degree murder, which does qualify. So it's possible. We'll see. And Arizona is a lot more likely to put her uh, down than Idaho is. So that is true. That is true. Yeah. If she gets the death penalty, they'll probably house her in Arizona. Mm -hmm. They should make her walk to Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 It's just unreal. It's mind-boggling, that is for sure. But can we all just... See, we thought she was charged moment. with conspiracy too, skeptic. But the charges came out today and they are not conspiracy. Yeah, so they this are... is what has been... Yeah, this is what was published today. Is murder first degree premeditated? But you're right. It was a grand jury indictment of conspiracy. So we're confused about how and what uh, what's going on here. But this is what yeah, we're seeing. That's not what they originally said. No. So, very interesting. Yep. She did leave her brother out of her speech completely. Yep. Didn't didn't speak about him at all. Mm-hmm. Unless one of those weird things about suicide was that. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Hauser with Jody Arias in Arizona. Sure. <laughs> Jody Arias will kick her ass. Wouldn't that be something? I wouldn't hate it. <laughs> Rebecca, if Mark Means was Lori's uh, blonde-haired, blue-eyed son, then I wonder what she convinced Thomas he was to her. Her brother? Maybe? I don't know, man. <laughs> he, he needs to go see a deprogrammer. Something's not right. Yeah. Yeah, that was really something. I was all the while wondering, what do you think that uh, Archibald is thinking? right now is he dying inside know. is he like john shut up you know or is he really like yeah that was a great job buddy like, i can't imagine that you would think that when you consider what that statement was supposed to be and totally yeah. was not yeah 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 blown away i tell you <laughs> just blown away yeah just wild. Well, 
I feel better talking about it a little bit. Anything else y'all want to I just want to say? say that Rob Wood is a goddamn rock star. Yeah, he is. That was so good. In fact, there was a tweet that I had wanted to share. Let me get to it. Uh, I shared it yesterday and sent it over to a friend that I think could probably pass it on to Rob because uh, I think they summed this up really nicely. I don't know how to use Twitter, apparently, or X or whatever it is now. <laughs> this is from the page. Clip art. I don't know. Court Reporter SC. Uh, oh, yeah. They're an awesome page to follow. Really good. They have a lot of good information. Uh, it was showing a picture of Rob hugging Kay afterwards. Uh, it says, this is Rob Wood, the prosecutor that delivered one of the most powerful sentencing recommendations I've heard in a long time. I couldn't watch the screen when he was talking, but I heard every time his voice cracked under pressure of the emotions threatening to overwhelm him. This man cared deeply for the victims and the families sat behind him. His burden was heavier than most of us will ever understand because justice is a scale we cannot control. This yeah. was not a win for Mr. Wood. He practically vibrated with the self-imposed obligation to get justice for Tylee, JJ, and Tammy. It wasn't a win because losing wasn't an option. He showed right. the world a heartbreaking glimpse of who we've lost and will never know and who was responsible. I applaud him for his professional restraint, but I respect him beyond words for his heart. Justice has been served in this world. Well done, sir. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's it right here, right? It is. It is. We've been so lucky with yeah. the work that these prosecutors have done. It's but the way he summed it all up and the way that he represented each one of those victims was absolutely yeah. stellar. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I think you're right, Halo. If if um, Alex had lived, things could have gone a completely different way because he probably would have flipped on them, and I think that's what they knew. Mm -hmm. Well, he wasn't uh, super high IQ or high functioning, and he was mm -hmm. not going to be too hard, I think, to get to crack if the police actually adequately questioned him. Right. Absolutely. I, I agree. Right. If only we could get this kind of justice for everybody like Alyssa Turney. I know I'm just mm -hmm. still sick about Alyssa Turney. Whew. Well, that's what we have for you all tonight. Yeah. So thanks for walking this journey with us. If it's a straight, I mean, we're not done with Lori, but to have her sentenced in the women's prison is a weird bit of closure, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It really is. Feels good. Now the Madison County Jail can finally be done with her for sure. I, they got done with her so quick. I was hilarious to me that by 8 a.m. the next morning, she's got her mugshot at the women's prison. Like they were like, well, yeah, because probably having a party. <laughs> I had talked to someone who who knows, you know, that day and said, "What are we looking at? How long could it be before they transfer her?" Uh, and they told me it could easily be a month. It just depends on if they have a bed, you know, what kind of evaluations they want to have done first, what they're planning on doing. Uh, but yeah, they said it could be a hot minute before she's actually transferred out. I wake up the next morning and that bitch is gone. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Madison's it's like good to yeah. have her. Well, I guess she's still kind of in our community. The women's prison is only 50 miles from where I live. It's not that far. Mm -hmm. But at least she's in there. Yeah. Feels good. Love it. So do you think we'll ever see her working oh. at the fair? 
No. <laughs> no, I do not. So where our state fair, the Eastern Idaho State Fair, happens in Blackfoot, which is not very far from Pocatello. And some of the prisoners do get to work at the fair. They haul garbage, clean bathrooms, things like that. Uh, you know, and it's money that, of course, goes on their their books or whatnot. Yeah, inmates work mm -hmm. at the fair. Uh, but I'm quite sure that, you know, triple murderers don't get to work at the fair. But yeah. No, I'm sure that they are nonviolent um, inmates. <laughs> but listen, if I saw yeah, Lori scrubbing toilets at the fair, I'd run back would in there you and use that run bathroom up and 16 kick times. Her in the taco from behind the <laughs> uh, That's what I would want to do. Right. Then I'd land in there next to her, and I don't want that. Yeah, no, mm -mm. no, not good. I know I can well, start my pen pal thing now. I've been waiting because I want yes, to wait to see what happens with Arizona, but yeah. See where she's at. There yeah. you go. Awesome. Well, thank you all very much. Um, we will be back next week with all our usual stuff. We know there's a lot going on in the true crime world. Don't worry. We're going to get caught up on everything, but this has sort of dominated our week and our brains. So we needed to get it out. So thank you for, yes. for helping us out with that. Absolutely. You know what we are, the True Crime Squad. Thanks for being here. Thanks, guys. Take care. <laughs>